good morning, and we're glad you're here this morning. We're going to continue our series today, The Cookout, The Preparation. You know, it's, it's again, the month of July or the summer months and the warm months. It's that time for those family barbecues, and we can smell, again, breathe it in. We can smell that when the weather's providing a good weather for us and the optimal time for a cookout, that we can smell those, those steaks and those burgers on the grill. But you know, that's, that smell of that meat cooking on the grill comes because of the seasoning that we put on. It, it's, it's almost, you know, we all have to tend probably to have our own secret seasoning that we try to create to, to say we've got the best rub or salt and pepper mixture or, or something that, um, that we can relate to that, that goes onto our burgers, right? But no matter what type of ingredients we put on, there's always one key ingredient, one key element to that, and that is salt. Now, as we continue cooking, and we're going to get ready to get into the, to the, um, to this whole message today, um, we must make sure that when we're getting ready for the cookout that we first put on what? Oh, come on, people, we were here last week. We have to put on our full armor of God, all right? And so what I'm looking for, somebody is lucky, and I know it's 930 in the morning, but for, to me, that's never too early for a burger. Um, so... One, one lucky person, and you can give away one if you want, uh, or two people, if they'd be willing to stand up, as I'm going to pick up the pieces of equipment that we talked about last week, and you have to be willing to tell me what those pieces of equipment are that represent the full armor of God. Is anybody willing to volunteer to do that today? Oh, come on. All right, All right Rini, thank you. All right, so were you here last week? Okay, you know the scripture. All right, so, so as, I'm, as I'm getting prepared, my first, thank you, Rini. Woo, yeah, we got a breath for Rini. So as we're getting started, I'm going to put on my what? Okay, my belt of truth. I'm putting on my belt of truth, which is meaning that I'm going to show my loyalty to God and that, that I'm, I'm going to live out my life of faithfulness. And so I've, got, I've been girded up in my belt of truth. Thank you. All right, so then the next piece of equipment that I need to put on is, is what? All right, very good. All right, yes. Yeah, so, apron of righteousness. All right, because when we put on our breastplate of righteousness, it's not about us being righteous in the sense of that, but it's about wanting to live our lives a holy life for God. It's about for trying to protect our heart from that which the enemy is trying to throw at us, the world's trying to throw at us. We put on our breastplate of righteousness. All right, well, then, then, then to make sure that we've got this on, and one of the next pieces is we've got to make sure we have the pri- proper footing, which is? Very good. Wow, she wasn't even here last week, and she's nailing it. She's nailing it. Um, this is awesome. Um, so, yes, she, we've got to put on our, that, that means that we're putting our footing on the gospel of peace, the, the foundation of Jesus Christ, and we're putting our footing, setting into that, to that there. Okay, so then, so then as I, I go from there, then I've got to make sure that I have, and this is hot, but we're going to do it anyway. It's, this is my what? Right, and that we're believing and trusting that God, no matter what, is going to protect us, and he's going to help deflect those arrows that are coming from the enemy um, as, as they, their fiery darts coming at us. And our shield of faith is no matter what. Sometimes we get hit, maybe sometimes we take some bumps and bruises, but ultimately we're going to be protected. All right, and then my favorite piece of equipment, oh, yeah. 
Yes, my helmet of salvation. It's the covering of Jesus Christ over my life and the hope that comes from salvation. All right? And so, so then as I've been given my helmet and I've been, I have my shield, I have my breastplate of righteousness on, my belt of truth, and I have my, my footing in the gospel of peace, and then I'm given my, my final piece of equipment. That's right, the, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. All right, and then I put that into my, it also the belt helps hold the sword, right? All right, so very good. Everyone give Renius a round of applause because in a, in a few moments, you'll have a burger. And uh, I've got two burgers here, so you can, you're going to have to, you know, husband and son are going to have to fight over which one gets it. But, but hey, you know what? When it comes down to then the next part of our, of us getting ready for a cookout, as we're starting to prepare the meat and we're trying to get things ready, we need to make sure that we have seasoning on it, right? So we've got, we've got our, our salt and our pepper and, and maybe some different rubs and stuff that we're going to put on it. And we're going to, we're going to salt it up and we're going to pepper it up and... I'll be even sanitary, and um, I did wash my hands earlier, but I'll put gloves on for you, just so you, you know. Um, and, and so, salt and pepper the burger. Oh, and this is going to, I love this sound right here. Ready? Everyone, really quiet. Oh, yeah. All right. And it's going to start to smell really good here in just a little bit. So, you know, everyone left here with hot dogs last week. This week, we're talking about fasting. I'm going to just let you leave hungry, okay? All right. So, we've got some, we've got some, uh, some, some burgers going there for, for the Peppers family and stuff like that. But, you know, it's important that as we get the, the seasonings going in our lives and, and, um, and, and we, we season that meat just perfectly because seasonings, they add flavor, right? They add flavor to, to, to meat. And, 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 you know, that it's, it's important. Now, in preparing for this message, I always like to do a lot of research and try to figure out salt. This week was, a, was my topic. So I learned a lot about salt. Um, I learned more about salt than I ever cared to know about salt. But there's a whole history of salt. And our world depends on salt. You know, it's actually one of the most valuable resources in our world. Did you know that? It's more valuable than that of gold and silver. Um, it, it's salt is more valuable. You see, because salt is, is sustainable to life. It's, it's a valuable substance. It was a valuable substance in ancient times, and it's a valuable substance today. You know, it's being used to flavor foods. It was also used to keep foods from spoiling. It, 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 it's important. It was very important to the Roman soldiers because that's how they got paid. Did you realize that? The word salary, when we get our paycheck, and we call that salary, and it comes from the Latin word salarium, which then the breakdown of the root of, of, of that is sol, which comes from that of salt. And salt was currency. It's the way they got paid. It's because they would much rather get paid in salt because that was to help preserve their food. They didn't have ice boxes. They didn't get to have the, the Kenmore Elite um, stainless steel um, refrigerator with all the doors and the whistles and stuff, but they had to use salt. Salt was their money. It was their pension. It was it's what they used. The English empire constantly was using salt in, as, a, as a way to try to monopolize their people. They, they, they monopolized people and they taxed them and, and, and it became a, 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 um, a way of, of hardship for other people because they were getting taxed so heavily on, on salt. You know, salt also had a... a, a, a has a thing about healing. You know that salt was the reason that Napoleon's army did, died on the return from the battle in Moscow. 
the lack of salt that they had um, didn't allow his soldiers as they were retreating Moscow um, to, to heal properly. And we say salt and healing, but we know that to say pour salt on a wound, it, it has this negative feeling and stuff like that. But we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that a little later. You know, salt even has this superstition about it, spilled salt, right? And where does that come from? Well, let's look at this picture here. This is a picture of the Last Supper, Leonardo da Vinci's painting of the Last Supper. And, and if we zoom in on Judas, who's to the right, we can see that Judas did what? He knocked over, he spilled the salt. Well, because of this painting and stuff, the superstition began that when we knock over salt, which was on the right, his right arm knocked over the salt, that we needed to throw the salt over our left shoulder. And you see that that's why, that's where this came from. It was from Leonardo da Vinci's painting that this bad superstition, because after all, it was Judas that knocked over the salt. It was Judas that betrayed Jesus. And so therefore the superstition came about the bad luck that comes with salt. You see, salt has been throughout our entire history. There, there's, there's things that are about salt that there's just all different kinds of varieties of salt. I mean, there's salt for everything. You see, the one thing that, that, that about salt is that it serves a purpose. It serves a purpose. And so when Jesus starts talking to us about serving a purpose, just a second, I need to come over here. I don't want to burn your burgers. Um, oh, yeah. I don't have cheese, so I'm sorry about that. But, um, but the, the, it serves a purpose. It serves whatever it's been put on. Salt serves whatever it's being put on, right? When I put salt on these burgers today, it's serving the burgers because it's adding the flavor. It's helping to, to lock in those fats and, and stuff that, that brings such good flavor, flavor to that. Um, I think you can use it on broccoli too, um, but... <laughs> It, 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 I hope because I hope it ha anything needs to add flavor to broccoli. Um, you know, so we, we need to have that. But so, so Jesus talks about us being the salt of the earth. He wants us to serve. He wants us to do certain things. So if you have your Bibles with you today, or if you have the app, I want you to go ahead and pull up. I want you to pull up Matthew 5, verse 13. So it's going to be Matthew 5, verse 13. While it's just a small passage of scripture today, it's got a lot of power to it. There's a lot of power in this, in this, this short passage of Scripture today. And, and we have it on the screens if you, if, you can't, if you can't find it, and that's okay. So let me, let me tell you a little bit then about what Jesus is doing. Before he comes to this part of passage of Scripture, he's been given the Sermon on the Mount or the Beatitudes. He's basically he had given instruction to the disciples on how they're to be and how they're to act and how they're to respond. Okay, so, so when we get to this point of, of, of the, um, the disciples and um, in this passage of scripture, he's given them final instructions in, as to what they're to be and, and, and they're to be salt. Now he gives them two different, different things in this passage of scripture. There's, there's Matthew 13 and then there's Matthew 14. And he's gonna talk about being the salt and the light. But um, we're, we're just gonna focus on verse 13. Okay, so... I'm reading from the message version. I think it's, uh, it, 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 it words it so perfectly, especially when talking about grilling and seasoning and everything and, and equating that together. It says this, let me tell you why you are here. You are here to be the salt seasoning that brings out the God flavors of this earth. How poetic. 
You are to be the salt seasoning that brings out the God flavors of this earth. If you lose your saltiness, how will people taste godliness? If you've lost your usefulness, and you'll end up in the garbage. You see, Jesus is comparing us to salt because salt has an influence on the world. And just by just thinking back to some of the, the things that happened in the history of salt. You know, battles were being waged over salt. You know, there's a civil war battle that took place right here in Virginia that was the primary reason for it was to try to gain control of the salt. Saltville, Virginia. The Union Army wanted to take control of Saltville, Virginia, because then it could control the, the salt intake, being able to make sure that the Union soldiers had the salt, which was needed for preserving food. It, it was there to add flavor to their food, but it was also there for use for healing. And we'll talk about that healing in just a, a few moments. You know, it's, it's important to, for us to understand that, that what salt, salt does. The purpose of salt is, number one, this, that it adds flavor. It enhances, it's there to enhance the flavor. It's there to enhance the flavor of the things that we season it with uh, that, that, that for food. You know that there are so many different types of salts out there that you can flavor things with now. I mean, uh, the list goes on and on and on. I mean, just an example, I went over to Food Lion and they've got different purposes too. I went over to Food Lion yesterday and I bought some salt. So let, let's, let's, let's start here. We have, we have canning and pickling salt. Not something you really want to put on your food, but yet we use it because it's there to preserve. We have rock salt, which is ice cream salt, which helps with the cooling process when we're making homemade ice cream. Someone didn't even know that existed, but it's there. Um, my personal favorite, it's got to be the most healthiest salt because it's kosher. <laughs> kosher salt is, it's, uh, is there. We have, we have then our sea salt, our regular table salt, then we get into to these different things like seasonal, seasoned salt. And, and you look at all the ingredients, it's got all these different things in it. And one of the, the very first ingredient is salt. And, and, and then you go into Texas sirloin seasoning and you look at it, sugar, then salt is, is, is a key component of that. And, and then um, I've got some black magic dry rub, um, sa sweet and sassy barbecue rub. And wouldn't you know, sea salt, the number one seasoning on there. And salt is incorporated in, in all these things. There, it's part of, our, it's part of our, our everything that we need. So, Rini, you can come up front here. I can't toss these off the stage. And here's one. Got some ketchup, some mustard. Sorry, their cafe sells wonderful beverages. Okay. You can go out there and, 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 and get that. And, and, and if you want, you can even top it off. With, hey, some people have even put donuts as their buns. So. Don't give Joel that idea. Yeah, it's the Kreme heart attack burger. So, All right, um, so yeah, give it up for, give it up for, for Rini. So for that, and then I'll try to turn this down so we're not all like starving by the time we leave here today. But you know, there's salt, all these different kinds of salts. You know, there's coarse salt, there's finishing salt, there's flake salt, there's flavored salt, there's fleur de sel, which is, I guess, French for salt. And, and, and then there's French sea salt, gray salt, grinder salt, Hawaiian salt. I'm starting to sound like Bubba from Forrest Gump now. Um, coarse, kosher salt, organic salt, and coarse table salt. Um, the list goes on and on. There's Himalayan salt, there's salt with seasoning. I remember going to a restaurant not long ago and they brought me out 
this plank of salt that I could different, try different salts on different things because it brings out different flavors in the food. You see, salt's there to enhance the flavor of the food. It's no different than you and I in our lives. If we're to be what Jesus says, is to be the salt of the, the world, then we're there to be the flavor that enhances the flavor in the lives of other people around us. You see, Christ has toned up us when he gave his life, he did it in such a way that it brought hope, it brought things, and it enhanced our lives. He enhanced the flavor of our lives. And so in turn, that's what he's asking us to do is to, to, to be that type of salt. Now, there's a time and a place where salt, you know, doctors will say too much salt is unhealthy, which it's true. But the right amount of salt is just right and it's healthy. And if we get to be too salty in somebody's lives, we can affect them in a negative way. We, cannot, we, can, we can take away from the flavor of their life. We can, we can, we can there, and then we're no good. You know, someone asked me, can, can salt really lose its saltiness? Well, according to research, yes. And the salt mines, if the salt has been exposed to the, to the elements of the day, the outside layer of salt is no longer good. But when you chip away and you get to the very base of the rock where it's at, it will still have saltiness. And that salt still has a use for it while it's, not something that we normally would use it for, but that salt then is too good to be trampled on to help people from slipping. We use salt to help people in that. You see, salt adds flavor. The number one thing for us to understand, are we adding flavor to the lives of people? If we're believing in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, are we adding flavor to the lives of people around us? Are we enhancing their lives through the hope that we have through Jesus Christ? Now, we can't very well be the salt of somebody's life if we're not properly equipped and start wearing the equipment that God has given us, the full armor of God. The second thing of salt that we are is we're a preservative. Salt is preservative. It's that, it's that, it's that canning process. It's, that, it's that, that taking of meat and making sure that it doesn't spoil. Um, you know, before the icebox, people would use salt to make sure that their food stays preserved. It's, it's a common old method to preserve meats. I mean, how many of us have had country ham? It's preserved in salt. I mean, Buddy and Gay just brought back this last week um, from a trip for Jody and I, this package of bacon. It says, don't, you don't need to refrigerate. I'm like, what? Um, but it was completely cured in salt, so it, didn't, it wouldn't spoil. Um, it, 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 it's, it's there to preserve. It, it takes in the moisture which presents the spoiling and mold of things. You know, it slows down, really what this is, is kind of gross, it slows down the decaying process. If, you know, the, the ancient Chinese and the, and, the, and the Egyptians, they used salt to preserve mummies. In the process of mummification, bodies were packed with different things, but yet a big part of that, that resonant stuff that was part of that was that of salt. And it would help dry out the moisture of their skin and then of their blood and all that, which just goes along with the kind of gross, but yet it preserved their bodies. You know, as, as, as us as a preservative of salt, we, we're to preserve the gospel message. Are we preserving the relationships we have and preventing them from decay? Are we preventing the relationships we have around us? Are we enhancing fl flavor into them, their lives? Are we preserving those relationships through, through truth and love? Or are we allowing decay to take place in those relationships? We need to be a preservative. You know, so as we as followers of Jesus are supposed to be this preservative in the world, just imagine for a moment, just imagine for a moment if salt wasn't a preservative. 
Just imagine if the, the gospel message of Jesus Christ wasn't preserved. We wouldn't be here right now. And facing what we face in our world today, facing what we faced even those, those in Chattanooga this past week, those, those, those uh, Marines and that sailor, which is it's devastating. But it's the reality of our world right now, isn't it? Without having hope beyond those things, without having the gospel message preserved over time, there would be no hope and we would be lost. As a pastor, I'll tell you this, that I talk with a lot of people, a lot of families, especially in funeral situations where people have lost hope. It's my job to preserve the message. It's our job to be a preservative, to bring them back to the, the gospel message of preserving hope. We need to be able to do that. We need to have that preserving element of, that salt brings. You know, it adds that flavor to that burger, but then it also preserves the flavor of that burger. It preserves it. The third thing is this, is that, that salt, it helps in the healing process. I said this earlier, the term pour salt into an open wound is misleading. While yes, if anybody's gotten salt into a cut or a scrape, it burns. It does not feel good. But did you realize that it's actually helping in the healing process? If you were to take on a cut and you were to pour salt in it, what that salt's doing is it's absorbing the blood that's bleeding and it takes away that moisture in, which helps the clotting process to help stop the bleeding. It said in my research, this as, I was, as I was researching this healing process of, of, um, of, of salt, that what it did, like Navy SEALs are known to heal faster from cuts and scrapes because of all their time spent in the ocean. The salt water's coming in, the salt's absorbing their cuts and it, it heals faster than that of someone that's on land all the time and they, they're getting a cut. It's been scientifically proven that, that salt is part of that. It helps to, to bring that up. I mean, you just think about it. What's salt, the process of the, even the, the, the preserving process that salt takes where it's shrinking up those, those vessels, those blood vessels, those things, taking out moisture, it's doing the same with the healing process. You see, salt also needs to be a regular part of our diet because without it, then, then we just kind of let all of our water and all that and we can get dehydrated a lot faster. You think about our athletes. You think about our, our football players and our, our soccer players, our swimmers, um, any type of sport, basketball players, and they, they get dehydrated. And while drinking water is great for the hydration process and getting that back into their body, studies show that they need to drink something else called Gatorade, Powerade, the sports drinks, right? Because in that, they're not, drink, they're not good to drink all the time, but they're good to drink in the moment of performance because they bring back in electrolytes. They bring back in the sodium and take into your body, which helps then you to absorb the, the hydration process and allows you to heal quicker and to recover a lot faster during their sporting events. See, salt is a healing process. It, it, it refreshes the body. You see, we lose salt. And we need sometimes to be refreshed. And sometimes people have been hurt that we know, that we love. And we need to be the salt in their lives that, that, that maybe at times it's, it's going to cause a little burn in the relationship. 
but yet at the same time, it's going to help them in their healing process. If they've got a really good relationship, solid in trust and love and, and, and that with someone, sometimes you need to be the salt in their lives to speak into the truth and the things there to help along with the healing process. It may cause a burn a little bit, but yet if they're sold into it, it's ultimately gonna produce the healing process and make it a little faster. It's, it's especially if you're being the right flavor of salt in their life that, that allows you to have the heart, which is like heaven. You see, when we're clothed in the, the, the armor, full armor of God, we start to have the heart of heaven and our saltiness, our salt flavor is that of heaven. It's not kosher salt or table salt or that, it's the salt of heaven. And we allow ourselves to be that flavor in the lives of people. And then we can preserve the gospel. And then we can help with the, the healing power that, that, that comes from that, having a heart and that salt of heaven in our lives. You see, when the use for salt, when it loses its saltiness is this. It's this, that it, that it can be used for cleaning. You know, you can take a cast iron skillet and clean it with salt. Get it all the stuff out and it'll clean up, spark up nice and, and, and pretty. It's used to cool down hot coals. If you're at the grill and you've got a big flare up and they're getting too hot, throw some salt on it. It prevents the smoke from coming up and getting all the smoke in your face and it helps the coals to cool down so you have those places. It's used to be trampled on by the feet of people. You see salt, when it was that way and it lost its saltiness, what they would do is they would take the, they would take the salt to the temple and they would spread it out on the temple floors for where the moisture and stuff would gather so people wouldn't slip as they walked into the temple. You see, salt, it's such a key component of being prepared for the cookout because we need it. It's a part of all of our, our ingredients and stuff that we may make to make a perfect meal. And if we're trying to make the perfect meal in the life of other people, that we need to make sure we have the right equipment on and that then we're using and we're being the right seasoning. And that perfect seasoning, that key ingredient, no matter what type of seasoning we're using, is that of salt, which brings and enhances the flavor. I absolutely loved what... Dr. Holkel said today, because when people in his life be where the salt, his, his grandfather became the salt in his family and it pres preserved the gospel message down three, now four generations. I think of that for our family that our third generation is standing up here worshiping, leading, helping us lead in worship today. Couldn't be prouder, and that's because someone was willing to be the salt in someone's life. And we can do the same. What type of salt are you being? You know, what I want to do is I want to have the heart that allows me to be the perfect flavoring that enhances the lives of other people that I'm around. That is preserving the gospel message and providing hope, and that is healing the lives of others. I want to be the salt that is the heart of heaven. Let us stand and let us sing.